My name is Angela. My name is Nicole. And welcome to the Ominous Stitch Podcast. Hello! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Hey, everybody. We are so excited for this week's episode. Yes, we are. What are we doing today? Oh, this week we're doing haunted United States bars and restaurants east of the Mississippi. East of the Mississippi. <laughs> that lets me know that there are so many oh, that we have to like geographically yes, separate where I, we're going. It was first a toss up. I was trying to go, well, maybe we'll do world. And it, there's just so many. So many haunted bars. Holy cow. So I <laughs> narrowed it down just so that we would have time to get you know, cover a few at least today. And so I was like, you know what? We'll geographically separate it. So <laughs> east of the it. Mississippi. East of the Mississippi. Yes. So in honor, because you guys know that we love our themes. Yeah, yeah. I thought we would do the drunken granny stitch. This is the craziest stitch, guys. It makes such a wonky pattern. It looks crazy. I was showing it to my husband. I was like, look at this. He's like, that's a pattern. Like that's on purpose. I'm like, yeah, it's the drunken granny. It's so fun. So this is going to be a really fun stitch if you guys are looking for just kind of like a little crazy project to just do. Just a crazy one. Yeah. It's not a, so not a normal one. Not apparently. a normal. The drunken granny. Yeah. It's so fun. So Angela. Yes. What has you in stitches? We're moving. Yay. Yay. Because <laughs> Angela's going to a farm. A farm. We bought a little property. We bought a couple of acres. And it's already set up as a farm. And the people that own that property before us, they the husband was a chef. And so they have all kinds Very of cool. different fruit trees Ooh. and gardens already set up and ready for us to just go in there and keep going with it. And they also had animals. So there's animal paddocks available for that us so I'm when we so excited to get see. animals i know because it's always been my dream to have alpacas you guys yay it could possibly happen oh, i'm like willing gosh. it into existence i will have alpacas so i can harvest their hair and make <gasps> yarn your own grown yarn i know i'm <laughs> so excited it's like i like am about to hyperventilate but we actually closed on it like today yay! so <laughs> so, so exciting, exciting. So it's going to get super chaotic around here. And we're going to start off with chickens. The They're yes. leaving some of their chickens for us to... Supposedly easier, right? Well, yeah. I've heard they're kind of like the cats of the barnyard. They're a great animal to start with because they okay. kind of, you know, just do their own thing as long as you make sure they have food and water. Yeah. And Are you getting a rooster? No. Good. No roosters. Just <laughs> hens. I live in like a weird area where there's a slight farm, like kind of off in the distance. And uh -huh. we could hear the rooster outside. It's oh, just, it goes off all the time. Yeah. It's crazy. So yeah, good. Yeah. Don't get no, a rooster. No roosters. Okay. Just the girls. Okay. Yeah. Yay. Oh, I'm so excited. This is, I like, I can't even think right now because it's just been so such much. a dream. Yeah. And we were toying with the idea of maybe doing it. I mean, it's been a dream. And then over the summer, we're like, oh, what if we bought a farm? What if we actually started doing this? What if we could live a more sustainable lifestyle and grow our own food? And we're like, yeah, we can do it. We can do it. And then this just came into existence. And I am just blown away. I'm so excited. And I That's know so cool. 
I'm going to have so many friends and family just coming over and all the time. I'll Everyone's so, I know. <laughs> Everyone's so excited for the farm. So, yay. yay. Very cool. Yeah. It's, it's a Check dream out. come she, true. She's going to have her own YouTube page. Oh my gosh. Dedicated yes. to this farm. Yeah. I'm going to YouTube it because I have so many people that are excited for it and asking questions about it. And I'm like, well, you know, I'm new to the farm life. I, you know, I grew up in Texas, but I grew up in suburban Texas mm -hmm. and I live in suburbia now and we have some fruit trees. So I have a tiny bit of experience, but not really. This is going to be a whole other thing. So I thought it would be fun if I documented the journey and let other people see my struggles and hopefully successes. But I'm sure oh, there's going to be a sure. lot of a lot of pitfalls along well, the way you know you gotta learn but i'm but, sure you're yeah gonna it'll be fun time. you can't learn unless you fail sometimes right. so yeah so i'm excited to share all that with you uh i'm gonna call the channel angela's acres yes yeah. i love that name so you guys look out for that in the Ooh. near future it's <laughs> it's happening and i'm it's excited for you so exciting and you'll get to see nicole on it too because i'm gonna make her get on ah! it with me <laughs> wear my overalls all the time yeah i love it oh it's so good I'm so excited. Yay. Yay. I don't have much stitches for me. I'm just excited for Halloween. Halloween? Yes. Yeah, it's coming it's up around, around the, the corner. corner. Oh my gosh. I want to start decorating like sooner than later. I know. I'm We're, we're like, getting into the house a little bit too late to start pumpkins, but next year we're going to have a pumpkin, pumpkin patch. patch. Ah, yeah, it's so going to cool. be so good. Oh, that's so awesome. I know. See, all these uh, things we get to do. Yeah, fall. We were talking about this before. I wish we had a fall here in California. I know. October comes around. You go to the pumpkin patch. You think it's going to be nice and cool, and you're looking for those nice, crisp fall yeah. mornings <laughs> and going to football games with like yes. blankets and getting bundled up. Nope. No, it's still like 100 degrees yeah, and, it's hot. and hot yeah. winds. We get the Santa Ana winds. Blech. And so it's just hot. It's, it's hot. still not But it's I pretend. We pretend. We still put on the, the knee-high boots. Yes. And, <laughs> and flannels. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just hot. Yeah. All right, well, fall. let's get to stitching. <gasps> let's get stitching. We still carry on the dancing tradition. I love it. There's well, no music. We need to do a TikTok of that sometime because we, we do love do. to dance throughout that. It's in our heads. We're crazy. All right. <laughs> so speaking of crazy, I have a crazy stitch today. It's it's crazy, guys. It's so <laughs> That's the best fun. description I've got of this this stitch. The drunken granny. Yeah. The drunken granny stitch. So I saw this a long time ago, and I just thought it was so fun. And then when Nicole said that we were doing pubs, I'm like, oh, we got to pull out the drunken granny because it's so funny. It's kind of like a shell, but it's a shell pattern mm -hmm. gone wrong. It's very wonky and sideways. But it's still a, it's still a very organized pattern. It's though. an organized pattern, but because you're flipping it back and forth, that's why the wonky shell flips back uh, and forth. That so that's sense. why it makes it's it's okay. off kilter, and so got that's it. what makes it a drunken granny okay so you're gonna chain multiples of five Ooh. so i chained 20 and then you're going to add four to okay. the end of it so multiples of five five ten fifteen twenty twenty five thirty my youngest daughter is learning her times tables and yes. we started with fives and so we've been singing these, these timetable songs over and over Getting again in her head yes so multiples of five okay. and then plus four plus four 
Yes. Okay. And then you're going to go in the sixth chain oh, from the hook. So you have to count Holy six. Holy cow. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And that's just going to make a nice double crochet because you'll see it's okay. a double crochet with a chain three mm. at the end of the pattern. So okay. you'll see. You'll see. So you're going to go back into the sixth chain from the hook okay. and do a double crochet. Got it. Then you're going to do three more double crochets into that same Holy chain. Holy cow. Yeah. Yes. Put all those in there? So you have a total of four double crochets okay. in that chain. Got it. Okay. In the in the sixth chain from the hook. Okay. Then you're going to chain three mm -hmm. and then do another double crochet into that same chain. Same one. Yes. So you'll have a total of five Whoa. double crochets plus a chain three. Okay. In that one stitch. In that one Holy stitch. Cow. That one chain. Okay. Okay that is your pattern that's your that's shell oh. so your shell is four double crochets chain three and then another the double, double crochet okay. into that one and that's your shell and do you skip what do you, then what do you go then into? you skip four and into the fifth fifth, fifth one okay. is when you start that pattern over again got it so in the fifth chain mm -hmm. after you do that shell pattern then you're going to do four double crochets three chain, chain three and then another double. double crochet. Five total. Yes, five total. I got it. Five total. Then you skip five. Okay. And, oh. Or you skip four. Four. And, and then into the fifth, the fifth okay. one. Yes. Into the fifth chain, you do it again. Okay. So you do four doubles, chain three, mm -hmm. and then another double. Oh. Skip I could four do this. into the fifth one. Mm -hmm. You do that same pattern again. Okay. Four double crochets, chain three, mm -hmm. another double crochet. Okay, and all the way to the, the end. end. When you get to the end, you will have three stitches remaining mm -hmm. in your first row. Got it. Okay, so you're gonna skip two stitches and do a double crochet in that last stitch. Got it. Okay, and that's gonna kind of be your border to kind of give mm. you a nice straight edge on that side. Okay. Okay. So double in the last Double chain. in the last chain. Got it. And then you're going to chain three. Okay which is going to act as a double as well. So there right. always be either a chain three or a double crochet on either edge. Okay. So we're always going to finish that way. So now I'm going to pass this over to Nicole. She's going to start the second row. So she's like reaching. I'm she's so excited. Do this. So when you get into the second row, it uh -huh. gets a lot easier okay. because you're just you doing this it. into the chain three space oh okay so you're going to do four doubles in that first into that first oh, the big chain space? three yeah that chain that's three it? space that's it so here she goes it's she's doing her first one you one. absolutely can do it there's one a two <laughs> <laughs> always is that from uh the, the oh shoot no i didn't do it oh no i made her laugh too much she can't do it now. i can't do it yes you can I, I got it i got it, I got it. Oh. Yes, that's from the, the how many licks does roll. it take to get to the center of the tootsie roll? Pop. Yeah, a one, a two, a, two. a three. <laughs> so she's on her third one. Third. For some reason, I think it's because I thought about an owl. I thought of yes. um, the sorcerer and the stone. <gasps> oh, I don't know why. So that's three, right? Three, because Artemis the owl. And then you're gonna oh, have you done three? Oh, that was three chains. Yeah, or three, three double, three double crochets. Yeah, so you're gonna do four double crochets yep. into that so one. Four. And then I'm going to do three chains. And then you're going to do three chains. Two, three, and then another and double. And then another double. 
She picked out yellow, everybody, for me. Yeah, her favorite color. Oh, beware. I thought it would be really fun to do this <laughs> with a multicolored yarn mm-hmm. or a color changing yarn. So one, this pattern two, is so busy that three. if you use a multicolored yarn, it just makes it that much crazier. Do the big, big, big one now? Then you're always going to go into the chain three space now. So every time you start the shell, it goes right into that chain three space. So you don't have to count. You so just have to big, go to that next... Oh, the big one. Yeah. You just have to go into that next chain cool. three space and it's do it huge, all over guys. again. You can't miss it. Yeah. You can't miss that chain three space. So then you do four doubles. One. She got one. Two. <laughs> two. It's like concentrating and talking at the same like, You know, chewing gum, walking, all that fun stuff. Yes. I could do this. Yes, you can. Three. It's a really simple pattern. Four. And with that nice big chain, chain three space, two, it's easy to find three. it. And then one more. One more. So cool. Yep. And then you go into that next chain three space. So as I was saying, this is a super busy pattern and it looks very wonky. So if you use a color changing yarn or multicolor yarn, it just makes your eyes hurt so much because there's so much pattern going on. Mm -hmm. So I would recommend choosing a nice like single color yarn and let the pattern be fun and busy on its own. But four. be creative, people. Figure out what you Did can make four? with this. I can't count. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do four? Yeah, one, two, three, four. Uh, you got it. See? She did four. I'm just not counting anymore. And then chain three, and then a single crochet. Or a double crochet. Um, yeah, sorry. Don't confuse <laughs> me, Angela. A, d- a single double crochet is what I meant to say. And then Okay, so then I'm going to the next one. I just bought a farm. I can't think anymore. <laughs> She's done. <laughs> So now she has one kind of uh, one <coughs> shell left and there is a turning chain at the end here. Do you see that? Yep. Okay. So you'll see, she'll see that she has, you know, she's going to skip the last four. There is a turning chain. So she's going to do a double crochet oh, into right. that turning chain the there, turning chain. the okay. last turning chain so that it makes that nice, you know, kind of double crochet Got it. line at the end there. Oh, this okay. guys, this is so crazy. Then you're going to chain three <laughs> and turn. <laughs> it looks so weird. It's what? so fun. Oh. And turn. Did I not turn? Yeah, you turned. Okay. You're good. I turned you. Yeah. <laughs> and then you go into the chain three space, the next chain three this space and start over again. Yep. So what would you say you would use a granny, drunken granny pattern for it? A blanket? A blanket. You can use it for a lot of different things. There is a, it's a nice light pattern because there's a lot of holes in it. So this would be a great like kind of summary Mm -hmm. project. It's almost like a lace pattern because it's, there's so much space in between. You can use it in, you know, any kind of thing that you would use like a lace pattern for or make a blanket or it's kind of, I think it would be kind of fun for like a pillow cover. And because it's lacy, you can do, it serves as a good kind of overlay on Mm -hmm. top of a fabric too oh i can see that yeah so i think it'd be fun for like a throw pillow ah i like that yeah that's a good idea yeah all right so but we want to hear what you stitchers are doing with this drunken granny and let us know what you think about it so don't forget to email us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com Email us and let us know what you would like to do with your drunken granny and send us pictures so Please. we can get more inspiration and more ideas on what to do. Share them on our medias. And have fun making this drunken granny. It is crazy. It's pretty cool. But speaking of drunken things, are we ready for story time? Let's get into story time. Yay! <laughs>
right, everybody. As we mentioned at the beginning, we are going to the east of the Mississippi. East of the Mississippi. The mighty Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. And we are going to haunted United States bars and restaurants. <gasps> All right. So the first one we are going to is called the Moon River Brewing Company. Moon River, wider than a mile. I'm crossing you in style someday. I'm swaying. Sorry, guys. She's so beautiful, voice. Uh, okay. I'm warmed up. I shouldn't even sing. If I'm not warm. <laughs> no, sing it. Sing okay. it. Okay. Um, so now, Moon River Brewing Company is located in one of the oldest, most historic buildings in Savannah, Georgia. Savannah. Yes. Savannah is super haunted. Uh, yes. That's old, a cool town. I really want to. I've never been, but I want to yeah. go. I know there's a lot of history there. We have a lot of places to hit. Now. I know. We I so know. do. We're so cool. Okay. Uh, but it claims to be the most haunted institution in Georgia. Ooh. Yeah. Now. Georgia. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I love it. No, it's good. It was built as the City Hotel in 1821 by Elazer Early. It was not only the first hotel in Savannah, but also home to the first branch of the United States Post Office. Sorry. Oh, nice. Yeah. And it also served as a branch of the Bank of the United States. Post office and bang. Yeah. So it's wow. a big double duty. Yeah. Big, big thing in the hotel. And now it's a bar. <laughs> <laughs> it's a restaurant I bar. love it. Now, crazy fact. In 1851, Peter Wiltberger bought the city hotel, renovated, and even displayed a live lion and lioness Ooh, on to, yeah, to, to drawing customers and bring attention to the hotel. <laughs> so I don't know. That's it. Was it a small enclosure for these lions? Like... No, little... you could just go pet them. Yeah. They're just running around like in the hotel. Lion. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Now, in 1864, the hotel shut down. Speculation was that the Civil War was in full swing. So the violence between the guests and the locals were pretty crazy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It was just a lot of intense energy, right? Yeah. And similar to our my previous, the Gettysburg College. Yes. Like that. Yes, yes, yes. Yeah. The third and the fourth floors were used as a hospital for yellow fever patients. Oh. As the outbreak was like in crazy full swing at this time. Yeah. And it, it killed hundreds of children. Yeah. Oh. It affected more children and some adults. So a lot of children died in this building. Oh, yeah. that's sad. Poor babies. Oh. I have a feeling that we will hear lots of baby cries when we get into what's you know what's crazy it. you speculate that and it's got four floors right yeah the fourth floor seems to not have much activity oh isn't that crazy interesting third floor does a little bit more but yeah. the fourth floor they say it has a weird energy but that's it huh. yeah so but we'll get into the third okay. floor yeah i'm excited real quick it was used as a lumber and coal warehouse after this and then in the <laughs> 1960s i was just sitting in as an energy or as a storage place but yeah in the 1960s the space was renovated as an office supply store with a large printing press oh then building sat empty but then 1995 it was renovated into the current brew pub and Yay. it opened to the public in 1999. Nice. Where's my song? Party like it's 1999. <laughs> I was waiting for Angela to sing it, but no. Okay. No, you got the song cue this that time. I love it. Okay. The brewery owner, Gene Biko, stated, I have seen and experienced things that I don't understand and I can't explain. Ooh. Yeah. All right. The spooky claims. There is a mean ghost that pushes patrons around at the brewery. Yeah. Now, this man is thought to be this guy called James Clark. Okay, James so background Clark. of James. James, be nice. Oh, sorry, sorry. I messed that up. 
James Stark. James Stark. Yeah, wrong one. Not Ooh. like Tony Stark, but James Stark. James Stark. <laughs> so in 18... 18- nice, James. Yeah, right? 1832, James Stark was a frequent bar patron at the City Hotel, and no one really liked this guy. Oh, no. Yeah, he was he was a mean drunk. And him and Philip Minis, the local doctor, got into it because Stark was apparently making anti-Semitic slurs at Minis. <gasps> See? Mean guy. Yeah. And Minis was Jewish and also called him a coward. Ooh. Back then, that was like like a slap in the face. Yeah. Coward. It got so heated that Stark reached into his pocket, but thinking he was going to grab something. Right. right? But Minis quickly re- reacted and drew his gun and shot and killed James <gasps> Stark. Right Good in the job, Minis. Yeah. Well, I mean, don't kill people. That's not good. No. But he just had I mean, to. Yeah. He was he was threatened, right? Yeah. He felt threatened. The guy Defensed. was giving, yeah. ra- yelling racial slurs yep. at him and being awful to him. Being mean. He couldn't Be take it. Be kind to people because you never know when someone's going to draw a gun and shoot you. <laughs> well, especially when you're drunk, right? Like you're, you have no more inhibit. Like your inhibitions are gone. So it's like, yeah. I'm going to do whatever I want. Minis was charged, though, with justifiable homicide. <laughs> yes. So at this time, because they said it was, quote unquote, an affair of honor. So Stark was that unliked by everyone. And also Savannah needed a doctor. <laughs> so they're like, <laughs> you're acquitted. <laughs> you know, like, hey, you shot someone. Slap oh. on the wrist. You're free to go. Oh, my gosh. Politics, people. Yeah, That's... back then, man. Oh, my gosh. They're like, cool. You're, you're gone. So there's a set of stairs in the brewery where a woman was claimed to be pushed. And oh. they blame James Stark's spirit. So I would, too, man. Yeah, he's still lingering there. He's just like an unhappy, mean drunk ghost oh, now. James. Yep. In 1860, as I mentioned, it was a turbulent time between hotel guests and locals. To the point, this guy, James Sinclair, he was visiting from New York. Another James. Yep. Another James. But this one, a Yankee. Okay. Oh, no. They told him to leave. Well, yeah, he's in Georgia. He's in territory. And he refused to leave. It escalates so quickly that a lynch mob marched (gasps) through the city into the hotel and dragged Sinclair into the streets. They stripped him and beat him. Oh, no. But he lived. Oh, my God. Isn't that crazy? It is crazy. So there's this, there's just so much energy that the ghost tours that do around, go around the, the, the bars tell visitors not to taunt the ghosts because they can turn violent. <gasps> yeah. You'd be so grabbed again, Nicole. No. <laughs> At least it was just my skirt. I know. It's oh just your God. skirt. You don't, you don't taunt though. No, no. I would, we're, I would be scared pretty to respectful. <laughs> yeah. No, there were people. I'm not gonna. I'm a nice. Uh, if if you're you know person in real life, I'm not gonna taunt you. So, in death, I'm not gonna do it either. Right? So yeah, yeah. We are definitely like. Can we all just get along? Yes, we are peaceful people. The BuzzFeed Unsolved crew, which I love yes, them. Angela loves. They're them. my favorite. Yeah. Shout they, out to Ryan Vergara and Shane Miday. She even knows their names. I don't know their. Names. <laughs> I love them. Well, their so their video, the BuzzFeed Unsolved video, is actually on the moon river brewing company's website oh i bet yeah, they post I all that they put all the videos about them so yeah they went and visited the brewery which i the one guy that doesn't believe in him shane, shane. okay 
he starts shout out to all you shaniacs out there oh there you go yeah so he starts talking in a southern accent yes he does <laughs> he was like he was he was a taunter yes he um, does and he He's actually so got funny. some whispers and voices recorded after he was doing this yes it he was did. crazy the restaurant area is supposedly super haunted Ooh. staff claim that they feel like they're touched when no one is around and even pushed <gasps> again it could be that james, james. yep Silverware and bottles have been seen to fly across <gasps> a table by unseen forces. Whoa. Yeah. And once a bartender claimed to see a woman dressed in 19th century clothing walk across the crowded bar one night. He thought she was an actress for some reenactment drama. That's right. how like live she looked. Mm-hmm. However, when she reached the bar, she disappeared in front <gasps> of his eyes. Wow. Many other witnesses saw this as well. <gasps> wow. Yeah. Ooh, 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 ooh. I got chills. chills. <laughs> yes. Oh, and I just shaved my leg. <laughs> <laughs> I hate that feeling. For those of you who know. <laughs> oh, man. But yeah. As she disappeared, the room got super quiet. I bet. Yeah. There's a lot of people sobering up just like that. Yeah. They're like, oh, what happened? Yeah. Am I drunk? Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, bartender saw it. So yeah, it was crazy. The same woman was at the top of the first floor stairs where a manager asked if, if they could help her. Oh, and she also vanished in front of his eyes. Two sightings of the same yes, woman this in woman's different very, places. Yeah, <gasps> people see her a lot. Does she have a name? Do we know anything about her? We call her the Lady in White. Okay. Yeah, so she's referred to that because many people see her on the third floor as well. Oh, the third floor also holds reports of hearing children oh, talking and yeah. playing. Right, as we were talking about. This is a fun story. In the 1990s, a construction or construction was being done on the third floor. Right, because that's right. when they were turning it into the bar. Right. The wife of the foreman was pushed down the stairs on the third floor and fell all the way down the staircase, and she was definitely shoved, not tripped, on her own accord. Oh. Yeah. The foreman then stopped construction and never returned. Oh, my gosh. Well, yeah. Yeah. If your wife gets pushed down by unseen forces. Yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah, I would be like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm done. done. We're good. Yeah. That's it. Creepy, Find somebody right? else. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I wonder who else they got then. They had to replace them. Yeah. The last ghost that has been spotted resides in the basement and they call him Toby. Toby. Some say he's not a very nice ghost, but others think he's just a young boy. So one local woman said she was in the back room of the basement alone when she felt someone pushing her backward while choking her. <gasps> yeah, this is Toby. That's not cool. Toby. Also, that sounds like a James thing. Right. But Toby. But Toby. I don't know if it was him or not. Also, mm. they claim that Toby is a ghost who brushes up against people playing in the billiards room or he gets really frustrated and pushes them there, too. <gasps> don't yeah. push people while so they're shooting So many pool? people getting pushed around in this bar. I don't I know. know if I want that. No, I don't want to go there. I don't yeah. want to get pushed. No, this isn't a happy bar. Yeah. So. Aw. I, I would like to see the lady in white, but. Yeah, that would be a fun, fun sight, but yeah. That's the Moon River Brewing Company in Savannah, Georgia. Moon River. I know I already sang that. <laughs> I, need, <laughs> I can't help it. It just plays. She, she just sits in her head. Yeah. It just happens. Yeah. All right. Next. Next. We travel to Memphis, Tennessee. <gasps> to the. We were walking in Memphis. Okay. <laughs> 
love that song. He's such a good voice. Michael McDonald, right? Yes. Yeah, good voice. This is quoted as the best dive bar in the world. Nice. Yeah. I love a good dive bar. Dive bar. They are known for their nationally recognized Soul Burger, the greatest Ooh. jukebox in the world. Ooh. And according to some, the most haunted bar in America. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so we travel back to the 1800s where supposedly the Ernestine and Hazel's building was built as a church. Sorry, I didn't even say what this bar was called. Ernestine and Hazel's, guys. Ernestine and Hazel's. Yeah. Okay. So it was a church. Oh. Then, don't know how, when it closed down or anything, but in the late 1930s, the building was a pharmacy owned by Abe Plow. I don't know if anyone recognizes him, but he created a hairstyling product that just took off. And later... He created the famous copper tone suntan lotion. Oh, wow. There you go. He made it huge and rich and gave the building. He was like, I'm, I'm swimming in money, so he didn't need the building anymore. Right. He gave it to two hairstylists that were using his product upstairs, oh. Ernestine and Hazel. Oh, there you go. How cool. So they turned the building into a cafe. At the same time, Ernestine's husband owned a nearby music joint called Club Paradise. Nice. That hosted huge music legends like... B.B. King, <gasps> Tina Turner, wow. Aretha Franklin, wow. Motown, oh my God. Ray Charles, <gasps> Chuck Berry, Jackie Wilson, Sam Cooke, etc. There's oh a lot more. Oh my God. Cool, right? I would yeah. have loved to go there. I would too. Yeah. I decided to stop <laughs> reacting to every name that you said. <laughs> I, that was hard to do because that, they're huge I mean, names, right? Oh my gosh. Yeah. That would have been so much fun. I would have loved I would have been there every single night. Yeah. Like, who's here? Who's yes. here? Yes. Yeah. Incredible. So many of these musicians would walk from Club, Club Paradise over to Ernestine and Hazel's to grab food, tell stories, and visit the brothel they opened upstairs. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> wah, wah. Oh, God. Yes. There were benches set up in the upstairs hall so that the men would be able to sit and wait to spend some time with oh, the ladies. My oh, my God. I'm showing her a picture. It's still there. See that? That's the upstairs. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. Well, I don't... It's, Yes, it's historically crazy. awesome. Right? Historically awesome. Okay. Very crazy. Yeah, so they're still there, and the upstairs is still there. It's just, it looks a little run down up there, but mm -hmm. across all the research I looked into, they also mentioned Ray Charles would frequent the piano there. Oh, uh -huh. then go do some drugs and other things <laughs> with the ladies down the hall. Oh, yeah. Ray. And of course, I can't confirm this information, but it's highly believable. Yeah. Right? Uh huh. It's a good story, even yes. if it isn't true. Oh, it's yeah. fun. I can see him coming down and playing in the piano. Right? Yeah, of course. This happened all the way into the 1970s, and then Club Paradise was closed. Oh, no. Yeah. Ernestine and Hazel's was. Bought in 1992 by new owners and still is a laid-back dive bar with live soul, jazz, and blues music happening nightly. Oh, very cool. Yeah. Now, I didn't have to dig very far to get some really creepy stories about this place. Okay. Vice.com. They interviewed Karen Brownlee. She's worked there since 2001. Oh, so she's long been time. there for a while. Yes. The interview was conducted in 2017, so I'm, I don't, I think she still works there, but I mm -hmm. wasn't sure. Okay. But off the bat, yes, she mentions that the previous owner after Ernestine and Hazel, Russell George, committed suicide in 2013. Oh, no. And sure enough, police found his body in the building <gasps> with a self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh, no. So his soul's probably 
hanging out there. Oh, he's tortured. Yeah. Sad. Poor guy. So Karen mentions that weird stuff is always happening at the bar. She's When she's alone, she's heard the piano playing upstairs on its own. <gasps> she heard sounds like people wandering around and talking. Mm-hmm. She thinks the spirits are all women, and she heard rumors that some of the prostitutes were killed upstairs. That's the rumor going around from Ooh, everybody. Yeah. There's no ob- uh, evidence, but, you know, that, that could have happened. Mm-hmm. Side note, the reports are roughly 13 people have died in the building. Again, there's no references to who they are besides the owner. Wow. Yeah. But Karen feels protected by the spirits that reside there because she's respectful of them yeah good girl she said a guy used to work there for 15 years went upstairs one day and she said she swore he came running down through the bar out the door and all the way home and to this day he will not go upstairs (laughs) what did he see we don't know what happened right isn't that creepy he said yeah he won't share what he saw but something to the point where he just scared him to death oh wow yeah Now, downstairs, the jukebox comes on periodically on its own and has a mind of its own and listens to the customers and people talking. I love that. Right? I love that. So here's a lot of examples. You know, that's like my brain. So I love that. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) I think Angela in her next life will be a haunted jukebox. (laughs) That would be cool. (laughs) That would be so crazy. Now, um, so here are all the claims. So her coworker and her were talking about James Brown on the day he died. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, the jukebox came on and started playing I Feel Good. <gasps> yeah. Wow. And James he, Brown speaking through the jukebox. Right. Another instance, a paranormal researcher was in the bar talking to Russell George when he was still alive about exorcism and other paranormal things. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, the Rolling Stones song Sympathy for the Devil started playing. On <gasps> <own>. <gasps> More chills. Right. Stop it. I should not have shaved today. <laughs> Poor Angela, I'm getting her. <laughs> she said she did get scared once when she was standing at the jukebox and she said something. It felt like someone touched her. I'm going to step away from the interview real quick because there's, again, more jukebox stories. A woman who just signed divorce papers stopped in to celebrate with some friends. Mm-hmm. And correct me if I'm wrong because I've never heard this song. Tammy Wynette's D-I-V-O-R-C-E. D-I-V-O-R-C-E. Oh, okay. Yes. That came on. <laughs> I'd have never heard that song. I wasn't sure if it was divorce or yes, spelled out. So yes. there you go. Oh my gosh, that's yep. cool. Another night. A I business, love this jukebox. Right? I just want to go, go sit visit there. the jukebox. Yes. Yeah. Another night, a businessman came in telling a story about how a coworker threw up in a cab and how awful it smelled. Mm-hmm. And suddenly, what's the smell? By Leonard Skinner came on the jukebox. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? I love this. Like. This is like my dream jukebox. Yeah, I, I was going to say. go just sit there and references. hang out with it all day long. Yep. Just start talking to it and start talking about it. Oh, that's so it. cool. It's like at the, at, at the Magic Castle, because, mm-hmm. you know, we're in the LA area. The Magic Castle is an amazing place to go to. I love whenever I get to go there. But they have a piano named Irma oh. that you give her a tip and you just say, hey, Irma, can you play this song? And then she'll play it. And wow. It's, it's there you, you go. know, a ghost that plays whatever you and she'll answer some questions for you if you ask her stuff and that's it's cool. so cool. I yeah. want to go. Irma the player piano. Wow. Or the ghost ghost pianist. piano. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that's a go. It's very yeah. similar to this jukebox. Yeah. The jukebox is that's even cool. creepier though. Yeah. Oh, last one. During a paranormal investigation with Karen Brownlee, the interview and Brownlee were sitting at the bar when it was just open. So it's in the morning and the jukebox wasn't on yet. 
They were talking about what a rough night it was the night before, and suddenly the jukebox started playing Everybody is a Star by Sly and the Family Stone. <laughs> Brownlee believed it to be Ernestine, kind of uh-huh. just saying, hey, that's cool. Oh, that's fun. And, but abruptly, the jukebox stopped. <gasps> oh. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So it turned on and off on its own. But that one song. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Ah, uh, we are doing that. <laughs> we are going to Memphis. <laughs> So also she said, sometimes you can take pictures and see faces in the walls. <gasps> I want to do that. Oh, yes. As she mentioned before, she also hears voices talking. Not clearly, but can hear people when they're not around. She mm. said they used to have a janitor for years and they called him crazy because he'd say as soon as he'd walk into a certain rooms, he heard, here he is again. <laughs> no one would be in the room. Isn't that crazy? Last. <gasps> Not haunted, but strange. Okay. okay. In 2019, they were renovating the bar when they found bones in the wall. <gasps> no. It turned out to be cow bones. Oh, my God. But still. Gosh. Why are there cow bones in the wall? Who puts cow bones in the wall? <laughs> That's crazy. Right? That's just a strange, like, why would you find, like, it would creep you out, right? Like, yeah. Why are there bones just sitting in there? So yeah. someone thought it'd be fun prank, I guess. Oh, so that's a weird prank, people. Don't yeah. put Don't bones, put bones, in, your bones in the walls. <laughs> so that's Ernestine and Hazel's. We are so going there. Yeah. That's cool. That's a cool bar, right? I would, and now that Soul Burger, I want to try that. Oh yeah, that sounds mm. good. I just, I, burgers. Burgers are great. Yeah, burgers. Mm. All right, Shaker's Cigar Bar. Shaker's Cigar Bar. This is a weird Where is this place? Distinguished in Milwaukee, Wisconsin. <gasps> yeah. Milwaukee. Milwaukee. It claims to be the fifth most haunted bar in Wisconsin. I tried to find the first one. I wasn't sure what that was, but that's what they claim. The fifth the most fifth. haunted bar in Milwaukee. Mil- Milwaukee. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Now, Shaker's Cigar Bar has some similar roots to our previous location. Oh. Okay. So on their own website, they state, sitting atop what was once a cemetery. Oh, no. Yes. This former cooperage operated as a speakeasy and brothel during Prohibition under the ownership of the legendary Capone Brothers. (gasps) Wow. In the 1990s, it was an occasional haunt of infamous serial killer Jeffrey Dahmer. (gasps) No. Oh. Right. So it's crazy. I don't like this. Yeah. They, they're like, oh, they're, they advertised it as the bar was featured on, uh, what was it? Dark Tourist on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And they yeah, went to yeah, watch yeah. it. it they kind of like meet there and they don't even talk about the bar. They just oh. meet there and they do a big tour for Jeffrey Dahmer. So oh. I was like, oh, well, I wanted to more about the bar. But it's yeah. just kind of like there. And yeah, 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 yeah. So, well, the, you know, but the bar can still take that and run with yes, it. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah. They say that they even turn the former upstairs brothel into an Airbnb. Oh. So you can stay there overnight now. Oh. Okay. A little more history, though. So the building was constructed in 1894. The Cooperage was the Schlitz Brewing Cooperage House, where they would make huge barrels for beer brewing and transport. Nice. Yes. 1905, it was a distribution center. And then in 1922, was sold to Alan Frank Capone. So oh, it was okay. for them. Yeah. So they their front in 1924 was a soda bottling operation. Oh, sure. This was okay. during the prohibition. Right. So, yeah, they were totally producing and consuming liquor on site. Of course. And then, as I mentioned, a brothel on the second and third floor. Oh, floors. of course. 
So I'm going to show her a picture of what it was before. Oh, that's a beautiful building. Yeah, it's that a really so cool, cool historic building. Yeah. Today, the bar is beautiful. I mean, I'll show you a picture soon of that too. But apparently none of the pieces are original to the building. Oh. Yeah. It was salvaged from other time-appropriate spots, though. Oh, okay. So people claim that's why there are so many spirits there. They came with the long-destroyed oh. Wisconsin homes and buildings. So yeah. not on top. Also, on top of a cemetery, brothel, pieces of other buildings. Right. There's a lot of things lot going of on things there. A lot of things going on there, yeah. And it's the fifth most haunted? <laughs> the fifth most haunted. What's yeah. going on in Milwaukee? <laughs> so much, apparently. The biggest rumor is that a young lady of the night was murdered, either by a jealous man in the brothel or someone she recognized who was a well-to-do friend of her family. I don't know which one they both Okay, claim. Okay, but apparently she was murdered. Right. She's only 16 years old. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yeah. Now, She's a baby. Baby. Yeah, oh, in the brothel. my heart is breaking I for know. her. Now, they think that this story is actually backed up by this creepy tale. So in 2001, while the building was being remodeled, human remains were found. <gasps> One, it's crazy. One site says it's beneath the floorboards at the back of the penthouse. One site says in the walls, but they definitely found, found human, human remains. remains. Consensus is that were they were the bones were 70 years old. Oh. So it matches that. 16 right. year old and they think it's molly brennan molly and brennan. she was an irish brothel little girl oh, molly. i know so when guests stay at the airbnb penthouse now on the third floor mm -hmm. apparently an estimation of a quarter of those who attempt to rent it out for the night actually stay the whole night only a quarter stay yes everyone else books it whoa okay we're going to Milwaukee. <laughs> We're going to book We're the penthouse. We're doing a whole tour. Aren't we? I, yes, yes, we are. Nicole. Yes. We're going to do that. Okay. Okay. We'll do it. Uh, yeah, we'll book that Airbnb. And um, we will stay no matter how scared we get. Yeah? Pinky swear. Pinky swear. Okay. All right. I'll just get drunk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right. Guests report finding their shoes missing and only to be found in the bathroom sink. What? Yeah. That's crazy. Okay. Quick side note that has yeah. nothing to do with this, but that was something <laughs> that when I was growing up to get out of going to church on Sunday mornings, mm -hmm. my siblings, I have two older siblings, would take one of my shoes and hide it. That's so mean. So we didn't get to go to church because I didn't have shoes. shoes. And I would get in so much trouble for not taking my shoes off and leaving them together the night before. <gasps> and I built up so much anxiety because no. I would make sure on Saturday night that yeah. my shoes were together and right. then inevitably on Sunday morning one would be gone that is so mean <laughs> what a mean night. prank <laughs> and it wasn't until like I was in high school where they finally were like oh yeah we used to hide your shoe so we didn't have to go to church in the morning <laughs> I'd probably do that though <laughs> <laughs> okay that has nothing to do I love it that's me. a good good memory <laughs> tangent though. yes Woo. so they found it in the bathroom sink hallucinations that the bedroom ceiling is in flames oh a lot whoa yeah and seeing apparitions hearing voices and the sounds of footsteps when no one is there wow yeah. the main spirit though is apparently is an eight-year-old girl whom they claim is named elizabeth why um, is there an eight-year-old girl in the broth no idea Aww. probably just wandered in i have no idea but they say it's this little girl they say she's a playful spirit and the staff gets a lot of reports about her as she's always in the women's restroom people claim they hear a little girl's voice or the faucet will turn on and off 
And she likes to even open a specific stall door, even when ladies are using the restroom. <laughs> like you're peeing and you're like, what's up? Like, <laughs> Just like gotcha. an eight year old kid. Exactly. If they're not peeking under the door. Oh my gosh. Know. Constantly. <laughs> Kids, man. What you doing? What you being uh, you done? Yeah. Now, you can tell we're moms, right? Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> Never. Uh, the basement is also a scary area and it's just when you walk down it's just super dark old and cobwebby mm-hmm. but it was supposedly a secret hideout and meeting room for the capones there is this creepy cistern well that a tour guide for shakers claims that every time they try to cover it up bad spirits are brought out <gasps> so they don't don't cover, it cover the well yeah because the wells water is a a conductor for the in, for energy. There you go. Yeah. And she claims the well goes down so far to the point that you can't see the bottom. Wow. Yeah. So you can imagine when the Capones owned this building, this was probably a really perfect place for them to throw things that they never wanted to be found again. Quote unquote. No. Yeah. So, oh my goodness. Yeah. Isn't that creepy? Who knows? You can't even see the bottom. We're going to spelunk down the well. Uh, no, I don't want to do that. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, we I'm are good. not doing that. I'm no. not a trained I'll spelunker. I'll throw a quarter down. That's about it. <laughs> see where it goes. You can hear it. Now I'm having like flashbacks of the ring right now. Oh, that's well. right. Yeah. <laughs> Shudder. Now there's a door in the basement that goes to a storage area. But once that same tour guide, she went over to grab napkins by the door area and the door started shaking violently. What? Out of nowhere. What? She couldn't explain it. And she said it scared her the most of all. Yeah. And so for years, the door has been blocked off. This story I'm a little skeptical about. My Okay. But at some point, the owner had someone come in with ground penetrating radar so they could see below. And they could see discrepancies under the concrete. Most of, was, most of it was too deep to tell what it was. But two things they could make out, which were two full sets of human remains. <gasps> They claim that uh, they reported this to Milwaukee PD, but because they said they were so old and didn't match with any open cases, I'm rolling my eyes. They didn't <laughs> she, have them dig them up unless he really wanted to. Oh, no. Right? That's BS. Now, I feel like if you'd find human remains, right, police yeah. would immediately investigate. Yeah, they have to. Right? It's the law, yeah. isn't it? I thought so. I thought it I thought everything shuts down if you find human, human remains bodies. and then they come get them yeah. and investigate yeah right. you don't I just don't say oh we're at yeah. your discretion blah 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 right you, yeah you okay. don't have to dig them up so now my skeptic pants See? are on too. that's what I said too yeah I know it was built over a cemetery so that could be why too but still, yeah but you still want to move the remains like wouldn't you want to be like oh okay so that it's this family or couple let's move them to another cemetery like yeah you just don't leave human remains but anyway, so so the owner never dug them up, but instead he placed two plastic skeletons where the bodies are. Oh, no. Right. I That, yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. See? Oh, I think I know this place. Do you really? Yeah. It just like suddenly clicked. Yeah. Like you've, you know, she's shown me like two pictures, but it suddenly clicked. I saw an investigation where the owner walks you through and tells oh. you the whole story of yeah. the whole place. Probably. That's why some of this sounded so familiar. I could see oh, that. Oh, cool. This is, it's cool. I'll have okay. to show you the YouTube okay. video that I saw of show that. Because it's in depth. And I watched the whole thing. It was like an hour. And I was like, ooh, this is cool. Okay. okay. Well. Okay. What? <laughs> she's looking at it because I'm making a face. What's crazy? Okay. Uh-huh. A news story broke this July. Uh-huh. This is, this is maybe him channeling some Al Capone, the owner. Uh-huh. Okay. 
Newsweek reported that on April 22nd, most of the kitchen staff resigned and walked out. Speculation is it was due to low pay, lack of benefits, difficult customers, long hours, rigid schedules, but we're not exactly certain why. Mm-hmm. However, Bob Weiss, the owner, wrote to his staff a pretty scary email to them, and the email found its way on Reddit and oh, social no. media. Oh, no. I'm read some of this, too, because okay. this is insane. Okay? okay. Dear staff of Friday, April 22nd, after the escapades of Friday night, we have lost a chef in a food program. I hope you're happy with how you treated my business. Without a food program, we are a shadow of what was one of the most prominent venues in the Midwest. With a hard-earned reputation for extraordinary food beyond what your shallow minds will accept, and which has been in existence for almost four decades, certainly before any of you have been alive. Anyone who needs a lesson in how we treat this in Vietnam, have the balls to look me up. As sales drift to a third without a food program of what they have been, you only have yourselves to blame for being undisciplined children. If this was an environment other than a post-pandemic scene, any and all of you who partied on my dime until 5.40 a.m. would be out of a job. Yes, all of you. This has been exacerbated by the small-minded recalcitrant children who were last here. As it is, you should not be surprised if my Serbian or Cuban collection agents do not find you anytime, anywhere in the next year and dangle you from a tall building. Oh, dude. You've cost the business and you deserve to pay the price and you shall. You are all replaceable and the process has now begun. Ugh, what a it. jerk. Okay. I, I can absolutely you see. saw him, right? With yes. The, yeah. Yes. Because okay. he, he conducts the... The tour. Some of the tour, yeah. Oh, okay. And it fits with his personality profile. Okay. I will say that. If you're a business owner, it is your job to make sure that your business succeeds. You can't put it on the staff. Right. So if he's having difficulty, like, don't take it out on your staff, man. Yeah. They're, they're trying to work hard. They want the job and they're trying to work hard to keep your business going. You want to keep your staff happy, happy. You want to keep your staff excited about the place that they're working right? for because the happier they are and the more excited they are about working in that establishment, the better they're going to, to be for you and for your company and for your business. Right. That's just good business. And I just, ugh, okay, I'm going to get off my high, my high horse here, <laughs> but you don't treat your staff crazy, that way. Though? Yeah, you don't treat. He's putting so much blame on them. And that's when your staff is just absolutely going to walk out and oh, roll totally. their eyes. Just be like, Psh, you're a jerk. Yeah, I don't want to work here. Work I can find a different else. job. Yeah. yeah, you don't treat people. Don't treat people right. that way in, in general. general. Mm-hmm. What a jerk. I'm, I'm just surprised that he put that in writing, like <laughs> to come back to him. Right. Like. Somewhere in his warped brain, he's thinking that they're going to just come back and grovel. Right. Oh, I need my job back. Yeah. yeah. Like, no. oh, I'm so sorry. You're right. And we're just petulant little children. And Yeah. If ugh. someone kept calling me that, like, I'd be like, no. Yeah. F off. I'm gone. Yeah. 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 So that was insane. Like uh, when I came across, I was like, oh, this, this bar is awesome. It's awesome. It's awesome. Then I came across that. I was like, oh, wait a minute. <laughs> yeah. He's, he's uh, full of himself. Yeah. And- I'm sure it's haunted. I'm sure it's awesome. Do you still want to stay at the Airbnb? I do. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> I do want to see the, the, the roof on fire. The roof. The, the roof. roof. The, the roof, roof is, is on fire. fire. <laughs> <laughs> all right. On to the next bar. Next one. All right. Now we go all the way down to 
the New Orleans area. <gasps> Nolans, y'all. Nolans. So, yeah, she's got it. I can't do it. I'm terrible. Now, um, it's Lafitte's Blacksmith Shop. Les et le bon temps roulé. Wow. Let the good times roll. That's amazing. I've been to New Orleans lots of Did times. Did you y'all. really? I've yeah. never been. Oh, it's it was six hours away from where I grew oh, up. Oh, that makes sense. Or maybe less than that. We used to go okay. there all the time. Smells like Tabasco. <gasps> Everywhere smells like I Tabasco. Go. I know it's your heaven. Oh my gosh. Oh, it'd be so awesome. Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll go. Okay. Okay. Now this bar down in New Orleans gets its name from Jean Lafitte, a quote unquote pirate and privateer in the 1800s. Yes. Now, Jean Lafitte. Yes. Before we dive into him though, I found a website was like, let me give you some facts. I was like, oh man, this makes it not as cool, I guess. But the building <laughs> itself was built for Carpenter Bartholomew Roberts' family, who owned the site from 1773 to 1833. So unfortunately, there's not any concrete proof that ties the Jean Lafitte or his brother, Pierre Lafitte, to this specific bar or restaurant. Because the claims are that they owned it. They, it was mm-hmm. like a smuggling place, like, you know. But mm-hmm. no, unfortunately, there's just not any evidence of that. Right. In 1813, there is a city license that was issued to Pierre Lafitte to operate a butchery on the corner of Bourbon and St. Philip Streets, and that Jean Lafitte worked as a blacksmith and kept a little shop, but not the particular building at 941 Bourbon Street. That's where this bar is. Okay. But in 1883, the legend of the Lafitte brothers owning a blacksmith shop where they were privateers and seized their good came around, particularly the 941 Bourbon Street building. So, and then in 1885, the historical sketchbook and guide to New Orleans also repeated this claim. So it was like, okay, that is. And then they said, oh, this book was like, yeah, it is. And so that kind of. Yeah, that, that perpetuated yes, the urban legend. That exactly. This is it. Okay. But it's not. But the building did not become a bar until the early 20th century. Back to Jean Lafitte, because okay. I want to go into him. And oh, here's a picture of Jean Lafitte. Yes. Cool, right? <laughs> it's very cool swashbuckler yeah like. very so ready faced and like angry <laughs> yes yeah good old wikipedia does say he was born in the late 18th century so 1780 to 1823 there's not a lot about a history about him known but him and his brother pierre did have a successful smuggling operation in 1810 in louisiana and he is claimed to help general andrew jackson defend new orleans during the battle of new orleans during the war of 1812 so he's he was a live person. He was there. He was in yep. New Orleans. Yep. Lafitte died off the coast of the Yucatan Peninsula, but apparently his spirit has not left the bar. Ooh. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yes. That's what it is. Oh, it's so cute. It's really cool, right? Yeah. Oh, I love it. Old school. Yeah. Now, as mentioned, the bar didn't come about until the late 20th century, but the building was declared a National Historic Landmark and added to the U.S. National Register of Historic Places in 1970 the current bar is a popular dive spot and what's near oh what's neat sorry is the bar relies on candles lanterns the fireplace and a string of christmas lights for lighting at night Whoa. So, yeah, they don't have a lot of electricity going wow. on. And they do this to recreate the 18th century atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And it's cool. They call it a piano bar because at night they have a pianist come play and sing. And oh, there's videos. that's nice. Yeah, it's really cool. Now on to the haunts. Okay. For years, patrons have reported seeing his full body. Jean Lafitte? Yes, Jean Lafitte. 
you remembered it. I was like, what was his last name? <laughs> They've reported seeing his full body apparition in the shadows next to the fireplace on the first floor. Ooh, like cool. Full body. That's awesome. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And it happens a lot. And he, he doesn't talk to anybody. He never interacts with the patrons. He just is said to stand in the dark corner, stare at people until he is noticed, then disappears. <laughs> Yes. I love it. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Lafitte loved the ladies as oh, well. Yeah. And he's been said to roam around the door of the woman's bathroom as oh, well. Oh, creepy. Yeah, get away. Don't be a creeper, no. man. At least he's not looking in, hopefully. Well, hopefully. hopefully. <laughs> Once a staff member said they, they were cleaning the counter after closing the bar when he heard the creaking sounds of the century-old floorboards, but no one was there. On the second floor, there is supposedly the spirit of a middle-aged woman. The legend is that she was living on the second floor as a tenant in the 1890s, but then apparently committed suicide. And I put legend equals no proof. (laughs) (laughs) But on several occasions, male patrons would hear their name whispered by a lady calling them to come upstairs. Or if you are upstairs by yourself, people claim they hear a woman whisper their name in their ear. Lastly, and pretty creepy, on the first floor, there are claims of seeing a pair of piercing red eyes that glow from the dark corners. Um, Now, the reports are patrons will lock eyes with the red eyes, which will stare you down for a moment, then fade into nothing. And some patrons have to be shaken by their comrades before they can move. Wow. But no body or voice, just the eyes. And ghostcitiestours.com, they claim this is not a ghost, because red eyes are attributed to demonic hauntings. <sighs> but nothing else happens in the bar that screams demonic. So when I was reading about this, I wanted to show you. This is a funny tangent. For reference, I used to own albino white rabbits with red eyes as a kid. Uh-huh. Yeah, so yeah, maybe yeah. it's an animal. <laughs> <laughs> show your picture of bunnies I love it. with red eyes. Yeah. I did. I had bunnies. They, they actually had babies. We thought they were two males. Nope. Oh, male no. female had babies, white babies with red eyes. Uh-huh. And they all had yeah, red eyes. And I thought they were so cute. So <laughs> I was like, maybe it's an animal. I don't know. I'm, I'm being <laughs> You're silly. so cute. I love Well, that. if there's nothing else haunting them, just the eyes, it's like, it's not really hurting anybody, right? Just looking at Well, them. it makes them like freeze. Yeah. But well, I guess that's not hurting them. But if you're like frozen, frozen. maybe they're frozen in fear. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. But that's that's all they, they claimed. So. Okay. All right. Last last one because i we running out of time oh okay yeah you'll like this one i've loved all of them so far this one's a really fun well part of it's really fun (laughs) it's called pugan's porch pugan's porch (laughs) isn't that cute that's the best name ever i love it yes you're gonna love love it i love it so this is an oh i even wrote my notes i said this is the last bar of the mississippi and i know there are so many more People are probably going to be listening and be like, but this one and this one. I'm like, yes, I know. There's so many. But for time, we're just going to go to Pugin's Porch. Okay. So Pugin's Porch is in Charleston, South Carolina. Okay. And it's in a unique and well-known Southern place. History. The location was originally built as a stately home on Queen Street in 1888. Okay. A few different owners came and went, but the most well-known residents were Zoe and Elizabeth St. Amand. These were sisters. They Mm -hmm. came in to live in the home in the early 1900s, and they chose to live alone as spinsters. Aww. Sisters. Sisters. (laughs) Sisters. I don't know the words, but that's all I know. That's cute. They kept to themselves, and Zoe was a school teacher. I don't know what Elizabeth did, but Zoe definitely dressed the part. Apparently, she always liked to dress in black. She had wire-rimmed glasses 
very, very humble. Mm-hmm. They lived in the home for four decades, but then Elizabeth passed in 1945. Now, Zoe was super devastated and slowly her mental state diminished. Oh, yeah. So the legend has it that Zoe became so draught with grief, she would wander up and down Queen Street crying out her sister's name. Oh, no. Neighbors were so concerned. They ended up taking her to St. Francis Hospital where she passed away in 1954. Oh, yeah. I don't know if anyone else lived after them. They think there are claims that they that there were. But in the 1970s, Bobby Ball moved from West Virginia to South Carolina as a court reporter. But she dreamed of opening a restaurant. Oh, yeah. So she found the home at 72 Queen Street and started mm-hmm. remodeling it into her dream restaurant. Yay. Isn't that cool? That's very cool. So one day while remodeling, she looked down and saw a little sweet Wheaton Terrier dog. Oh, I love Wheaton Terriers. Right? Super cute. One website claims he was a stray that wandered the neighborhood. Another claims that the previous owners of the house abounded the pup. And Mm -hmm. would wander and come back to the home. But any which way, the pup would always come to the porch of Bobby's new property and hang out. Aww. Yeah. Bobby fell in love with the pup and named him Poogan. Poogan. Poogan's porch. Exactly. Oh, I get it. There you go. She loved him so much, she named the restaurant after him. Sadly, in 1979, I think this was three years after the restaurant opened, Poogan passed away from natural causes. He was supposedly only nine years old which is how old my dog is oh. that made me really sad don't cry so, no, miles okay. is gonna go on for miles <laughs> <laughs> yes he will bobby buried the pup in the front yard of the restaurant this is poogan oh i'm gonna post so a photo cute. yes there's a painting of poogan that is such a cute painting now the haunted tales Okay, so today many diners at Pugan's porch claim the pup still roams around the grounds. Some report that they feel dog hair brushing their legs underneath the table while they're eating. Many say Aww. they feel his presence, and he seems particularly fond of children. Oh, yeah, sweet Pugan. So some claim to see him on the front porch. That's where his favorite hangout was, and, right. and would greet guests when they entered. Some can still hear his paws pattering around on the dining oh. room's uh, dining room's wooden floors, still looking for crumbs. Oh, see, I want to go there now. See, so we can... a sweet place. Yeah, have yeah. a little puppy haunting. Puppy haunting. Oh, I, I love, love puppy it. hauntings. Okay, yeah. but then. Uh oh. There's Zoe Saint Amand. <gasps> yeah. I knew the sisters are coming back, otherwise you wouldn't have brought them up. No. <laughs> no. No one sees Elizabeth, but they see Zoe. Oh Zoe. Yeah. So first there is a hotel called the Mills House Hotel right across the street from the restaurant. Mm-hmm. And now guests at the hotel have called the police and reported that an old woman in a black dress was desperately hitting the windows on the second floor like <gasps> she was trying to escape. Oh, she's stuck. Zoe. When the police arrived, they went into the restaurant to investigate and found that the entire building was completely empty. And this happened a couple times. Wow. The alarm was still set and there was no evidence of anyone coming in or out. Wow. Yes. (gasps) More chills, more chills, more chills. I can't shave my legs on days that we record. (laughs) This is the moral of the story for today. (laughs) Don't shave your leg on days that we record. Oh, man. Now, in the ladies' restroom, women would be washing their hands and glance in the mirror before leaving, only to see her image behind them. <gasps> yeah. These claims are that it's such a lifelike image that they don't think it's a ghost until they turn around and no one is there. Oh, no. Oh, no. Yeah. I so hate the there. mirror thing. Mirrors, man. 
One morning, the chef, this is a cool story. The chef was opening the restaurant and set his coffee mug on the stairs to complete his morning tasks. When he came back to get his coffee, it had disappeared. So he chalked it up to maybe him misplacing it, which is what I do all the time. He went to search for it in the kitchen and then just ended up making himself a new cup of coffee. When he returned to the stairs, his cup was there, but with lipstick marks on the edges. What? Yes. What? How? And no one else was there. How? Zoe. But... Zoe she's like I want that coffee I would be too yeah oh, man I would miss coffee as a ghost <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a ghost but if I am I'm gonna miss I love that coffee. quote I'm gonna miss coffee as a ghost <laughs> that's awesome we should have t-shirts with that I love that too okay we'll, we'll talk about that okay the owner Bobby herself had a close encounter with Zoe One night she was closing the restaurant when she heard a loud, abrupt chaos. When she turned around, she saw the restaurant's heavy wooden stools were knocked to the floor. No. Then she was shocked in her tracks when the hefty wooden door slammed open and closed on its own violently. What? This was Bobby herself. (gasps) Yeah. Unhappy, apparently. Oh, my gosh. Now their pastry chef was working overnight, making the biscuits and listening to the radio. She's rocking out, making biscuits. She heard some chaos coming from upstairs. She was alone, so she was confused as to what was up there, and she decided to check on it. She searched every inch of upstairs but found nothing or no one. And then so she returned to the kitchen and resumed her baking. She's like, okay, whatever. Okay, yeah. She turned the radio back on and was singing along when suddenly... Another voice started to sing along with her. <gasps> Again with the children, go stop it. That's crazy. <laughs> that scared the poop out of me too, because I was like, I sing all the time. I can't imagine hearing somebody else oh singing my gosh. with me. It's like uh, Elf. <laughs> <laughs> yes, in the shower. Oh my gosh. Zoe Deschanel in yeah. the shower. Another Zoe. <laughs> Another Zoe. Yeah, so she thought it was a co-worker playing a trick on her. Right. So she turned around expecting to see someone, but no one was there. Also, she claimed she turned on the alarm, so no one could have entered without having to disable the alarm code. Oh, no. So someone wanted to sing with her. What? Yeah, isn't that crazy? Oh, man. One staff member was oh, there's closing, more. there's so much more, okay. and cleaning up when she felt someone something was behind her. When <sighs> she turned around, no one was there. Uh-huh, of course. She couldn't shake the feeling of being watched. So uh-huh. she kept cleaning, but then looked into a mirror and saw the face of an old woman wearing wire-thin glasses. <gasps> Zoe. Once the staff member tried to say something to her, Zoe disappeared. Oh, my God. Last mention. Oh, okay, last one. And this isn't a ghost story, but just quick that. So Charlton has their own paranormal expert named Ed Macy, and he's co-written several books exploring Charleston's spooky past. So there's a bunch of books about it, and he knows a lot. So he said that when Bobby purchased the property, she had no idea about its past or Zoe. Uh-huh. And then when they started experiencing the paranormal activity, she started looking into the history Ed Macy claims Zoe St. Amand has been seen well over 200 times. Wow. And often in broad daylight. Zoe. She's she's got some power to her. So I want to show Angela pictures. So there's the the dining room. I was like, we have pictures of Zoe. Zoe, Oh, that's so cute. And there's the building. Isn't that cute? That is such a cute building. I would haunt that. Right? I could totally see Pugin hanging out there. Pugin would totally be there. 
last thing I want to show you. Okay. I want this shirt. Okay. But I don't like shrimp. But I don't like shrimp. There's a shirt they sell. And Chicken it says, and waffles yep. and shrimp and grits and biscuits and ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that cute? <laughs> I love this shirt. Everybody. Go I visit their it. website. They well, sell shrimp a bunch and of things. grits. That's why. I know. I know. Yeah. I crossed that out and put like chicken. Chicken and waffles and chicken. Chicken. Oh, wait. That doesn't work, does it? I'll just cross out the shrimp. But anyway, so that's Pugin's. Cheese. You can do cheese. Cheese. Chicken and waffle and cheese and grits. I love it. I want that shirt then. But that's Pugin's Porch, and that's all I have for haunted bars and restaurants. That was awesome. East of the We should count how many times I got chills, and everybody take a stitch every time I got chills. That's (laughs) a new amazing (laughs) for this one. That was so much fun. Isn't that cool? I love this. Let's yeah. do more of them. We will do more at some point. We'll, and we'll definitely go west of the Mississippi. We'll go international. We'll come back to haunted bars. Okay. I love it. So is it movie time? Guys, it's movie time. Movie time. So our movie this week is Last Night in Soho. Last Night in Soho. And that's, I'm just making up a song. I was going to say, I was like, wow, there's a song. Last Night in Bangkok. Nope. Is a, <laughs> a little I just different changed location. It to Soho. Yeah. So Last Night in Soho was released in 2021. So very recent movie. Yes. The synopsis. An aspiring fashion designer is mysteriously able to enter the 1960s where she encounters a dazzling wannabe singer. But the glamour is not all it appears to be, and the dreams of the past start to crack and splinter into something darker. Wahahaha. Yes. This was so fun. You like this movie? It was a little bit of a departure from what we usually watch. Really? I yeah. Well, kind of. like It wasn't like horror horror. It wasn't a horror. It was more thriller. Thriller, yeah. There were some, I guess, paranormal mm-hmm. elements to it, and... Yes, paranormal, maybe borderline schizophrenia because, Mm. you know, that's what I kept wondering. Like I was toying with that because she did say her mom had mental health issues. Right. And that's why, you know, she was gone. gone. And uh, her grandma kept asking her if she'd seen her mom, if she saw her mom. Right. So she knew her. So it could have been borderline that, or she's just a medium yes. and is a good conductor. That's what I'm going with. Oh, I'm totally going with that. So she's just a good conductor of energy and mm-hmm. is reading that and seeing that. So I, re- I think that that's what is going on with her. Mm-hmm. This was such a cool movie. Right. I loved it was just beautiful to watch. Yes. I loved all the work that they did with the mirrors and the trading of her and the singer, the aspiring singer played by one of my favorite actresses yes. right now was Anya Taylor-Joy. That's right. Ah, she's so, That's she right. just looks like, like a Tinkerbell to me. She looks like a, a, mm, a Sprite. I can see that. You know, An elf. She's, yeah. Yeah. Very elven because mm-hmm. she has the sharp features and the giant eyes. Yeah. And she's just adorable. She's beautiful. Yeah. What's her name in the in the movie? Sadie? No. Did I get that wrong? Sandy. Sandy. That's Sandy. right. Sandy. So I didn't know this. Co- True story. I saw this movie on a flight. <laughs> I was on an airplane. So it was like a free movie. It's like, oh, I'm going to watch this. Yeah. And then I got home and it wasn't streaming yet. So I had to wait 
Oh, mm. you couldn't finish I couldn't it? couldn't finish it. I was so <laughs> mad. I had to wait like two months. And then I was like, oh my gosh, it's out now. So I could finish the movie. Yeah. And then I rewatched it again for the, the podcast. But yeah. true story though, another one is that I was telling my husband about this movie and he looked it up. He's like, oh, it's this this director. And I was like, "What? Who, who's that? He's like, he did Baby Driver. And Baby Driver <gasps> yes! Yes, is one of his favorite movies. Yes. And I was like, I see it now. Like oh, how it's filmed. Yes, it's really that cool. that makes sense. Yeah, the music. Yeah, all the other really cool angles and, yeah. and the way the use of the cinematography and the use of the background and to the help tell the story and it's beautiful the, the it's very fashion. artistic yes. and very dreamlike dreamlike that's yeah. the best way to describe it yeah it's very dreamlike and so when I first went into this movie I had no idea what it was about I thought it was just like her going into like her fashion and like uh I love the paper dress that yeah, she was wearing the in beginning. the opening yeah that was so cool yeah but then when the whole like ghosts visiting and and spirits and then her going in the 60s but then it gets even creepier yeah I was like, this is such a cool movie so many levels yeah, yeah. that's like cool movie is yeah. the best way to describe it there's so many levels and so many like really interesting things to keep your mind and your eyes occupied mm -hmm. it's kind of a slow movie I yeah. mean there's not a lot of dialogue or a lot of things kind of pushing it forward mm -hmm. and it's just beautiful to watch mm -hmm. and see things see unfold it's yeah. a treat for your eyes right and not so much dialogue going on no. but it's so but it tells a great cool. story and yeah it's sad and the story is very intricate and it's yeah. very sad yeah it definitely shows the darker side of being a woman mm -hmm. trying to be independent in the 60s in the you 60s. think of it as being a fabulous fun time mm -hmm. and that was another really cool element is that this modern girl uh, loves the, the 1960s. 1960s London scene yeah. as what it's been fantasized to her about just you know going out to all the go-go's and the yes. discos and dancing fashion, and having a good time the fun. fashion mm -hmm. having fun with all that stuff and then she gets to see the seedy the side real side of, yeah. of things of what for was women for women of Especially. what was going on for them their yeah. aspiring if singer the, does not turn into an aspiring singer yeah, unfortunately. if you're in that party scene yeah uh you can things can go bad really quickly yeah really yeah. quickly so yeah it's it's got a lot of turns and i love that and i was and when i first saw this i totally didn't see where it was going like, yeah how it ended up should we spoil the movie let's not spoil this let's one let's not spoil this because one, this one this came out new recent, yeah. and it's it's on streaming platforms right now right. and if you haven't seen it see it it's so it's good. got so many twists i you definitely think the movie is going one way mm -hmm. yes. and then it, it turns yes and the twists and then it turns are again really yes it keeps turning yeah. and the twists are really cool mm -hmm. where they go and you don't see it until you're right on the edge of it and then you go oh and then they reveal it and, yes and, and you're like oh my gosh that's that's totally makes sense now. I thought you were being so quiet last night when I was texting you because I was like I was texting her about different things that were happening in the mm -hmm. movie I was like I don't like these. I didn't want to ruin anything I don't like these ghosts she said nothing the whole time <laughs> nothing not even like a smile back emoji or, yeah. or anything it was she was silent she was radio was silent also I was also time. dealing with ants everybody oh <laughs> yeah she did not want to talk about that this podcast but now she is 
Yeah, it, I had ants coming from the ceiling, it is everybody. It's hot here. And so the ants are trying to come inside Everywhere. Everywhere. to your house. And they are so hard to deal with. Yeah. Ugh. So I was, when she was texting, I wanted to text her back, but I was constantly spray, spraying raid in my ceilings, in the corners <laughs> oh. of every ceiling and the ants. kitchen. So that was fun. There but anyway, my the one spoiler that I am going to give, because I, this is the only part of the movie that I didn't like. If you hide bodies in the walls of your apartment, wouldn't your apartment stink? Right? Right? I would think so. Okay. I'm not going to give anything else away. But there's bodies that were apparently hidden in the walls. Right. And like not more than one. Wouldn't your building smell to high hell? I would think so. <laughs> so, so I don't know. That's where I didn't how, like. How? Maybe because. Okay. Here's what I think. Because she okay. did mention at the beginning that the Italian restaurant or the French restaurant next door has a strong smell garlic. garlic. Ah, so, good job. Maybe it covered that smell. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. But anyway, so yeah, this was a really pretty movie. Cool ending. I thought it was like the way that they resolved everything was really cool. There's finally a male character that I really enjoyed. <laughs> yes, you do. I was so excited. Yes. The boyfriend is awesome. Yes. And like more men need to be written like this. He's sensitive. Mm -hmm. He's sweet. He stands by her. Mm -hmm. And he never once thinks that she's crazy for what she's going through in this movie. She, he's always there for her. Yes. It's sweet. That is wonderful. I love that because yeah. that's definitely not the way a lot of the men, actually all of the other men in the movie oh, were written the opposite. Yeah, yeah. So I'm glad that they had that foil. That was very refreshing. That is good. Yeah. There's one thing. Oh, the only thing I didn't like about the movie too. Yes. One, one other thing. Sorry. Is when you are a meek character in a movie. Yes. And you start talking like this. And I couldn't, I, I was so mad. I couldn't hear her at the beginning. You notice that? Like, yeah, she, she talks, was very quiet. She has this cute little English voice and it's like very, it's very mouse. Yeah. And I'm very meek. But I'm like, if you're an actress sweet. in a movie, mm -hmm. then you would know, like, you could still portray meek, but not have to, like, lower your voice so much that I have to turn the volume up. Yeah, but <laughs> she changed. Yes, that's true. She does. But like you need to have like as an actress, I feel like if maybe she doesn't have a theater experience, because I think if you have theater experience, you learn to project your voice. Even but when, when you're, you're a screen actress, you don't. That's it's so very weird, different. Though. But yeah, they almost whisper talk. And I don't like that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a pet peeve of mine. You had to everybody. keep changing the volume. Well, it makes sense. Her husband may or may not work with... <laughs> In the audio industry. That's what we talked about. Yes. Yeah. I was telling him he has that pet peeve too. Yeah. yeah. I'm sure he does. <laughs> I'm sure he does. Oh man. But that was the only thing. Other than that. Yes. And you see that her storyline and her character change through the movie. Cause that's, I think that's supposed to be there, but that was the mm -hmm. only thing I was like, I can't hear her. Yeah. Other than that. It was good. Yeah. She was cute. She was super cute. Yeah. Very elf-like herself. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They got good actresses for yeah, these char did. main characters. They did. So. It was cast well. Yes. It was beautifully shot. Mm -hmm. It's got twists and turns, multiple twists and turns that you don't see. Mm -hmm. And it's just a beautiful movie to see. It's a great ride. Yes. So highly recommend All it. All right. Well, how yeah. many stitches do you give it? 
I this is going to be one of my higher ones. I don't know if I've reached a 10 yet, but I'm going to say probably an eight. We'll give it an eight because I I was I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah. 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 You know, it's funny. I was going to give it an eight as well. (gasps) Wow. Same wavelength. It's just what's hard. Like you're saying, it's not a horror movie. Like it's right. It's a it's a creep. It's got ghosts. It's got creepy things. But I wouldn't categorize it, I guess, as a horror I think. And I don't even know if it does that itself, but it's a mystery movie. They, I think they called it a thriller. Thriller. Okay. Yeah. We which can, makes sense. We can call it a thriller. Perfect. So, yeah. Yeah. And it's thrilling sense. An eight is perfect. Yes. Yeah. As yeah. a horror movie, obviously, it's not going to be. Yeah. It's not time. a blood and gore slasher. Or, I mean, it has some elements, but yeah, it's just a beautiful piece of art. I yes. think it's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's, we've reached another end of the episode thank you guys for listening and joining us today as we talk about haunted pubs and we learn the drunken granny drunken granny and we talk about a really cool movie last night in soho so check it out i think it's on hbo max right now correct so check it out it's a really cool movie you'll enjoy it and thank you for listening make sure you reach out to us at the ominous stitch at gmail.com or you can comment on all of our socials and see all the cool pictures that we post Mm -hmm. and with that we'll see you stitchers see you stitchers